SABC News, independent and impartial. <laughs> SMS SAFM now on 41391. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. So before um, we started with our first conversation, I was telling you about my bumpy ride on my way to work. And Kat sent me a message saying, Patricia, so sorry to hear about your pothole incident. Um, It is all too common now. And I wonder if uh, there's often unseen hazards. These often unseen hazards aren't the cause of so many head-on vehicle collisions and deaths on the roads. This is from Kat uh, in Peter Maritzburg. And uh, yeah, another one here from Keith D in Stellenbosch, she says, uh, Patricia, you mustn't worry much, my sister. Today's tires are designed to withstand these potholes, especially with proper good tire pressure. But being used to Cape Town, the potholes I saw in Johannesburg and Pretoria were unbelievable. Clearly, Cape Town's a different uh, country from where we live in South Africa. But uh, nonetheless, we continue strong as always. Let's um, look at uh, something quite exciting, as I said iSchool Africa has a digital learning initiative which is affording 100,000 South African learners and 3,000 teachers in rural and township-based schools the opportunity to do learning digitally. We are joined by Michelle Lesus, who's Executive Director at iSchool Africa, to tell us a bit more. Thank you very much, Michelle, for joining us. Good evening. Good evening, and I really appreciate you having me here this evening. So thanks for, uh, thanks for hosting iSchool Africa. Tell us more about iSchool Africa, where it started, and what what is the aim of of uh, iSchool Africa? So iSchool Africa was established in 2009, and the idea was to bring techno- the world's best technology to our township and rural students and teachers. So we were seeing that there were um, private schools and schools around the world were really been given the opportunity and the potential to access technology, classroom practices, um, fourth industrial revolution skills, and our our schools and our learners were not being given that opportunity, and the rollouts were taking longer, and there was so what we did was we put together an education trust that is focused on bringing um, iPad technology and curriculum, teacher training, and um, mentoring to schools across the country. And we have various programs, but at the essence of it is bringing digital literacy, supporting um, schools in numeracy and literacy, and really supporting our teachers and learners to be part of this global um, economy of digital literacy. And with with uh, the challenge of uh, uh, infrastructure, and I'm talking here, um, you know, access to data. I'm talking mm. um, um, IT infrastructure, your laptop, tablet. Mm. How are you bridging that gap? Because we are aware that you know, w- when we talk rural and township-based schools, we are talking about schools that are in the lower quintiles that don't have mm. the infrastructure. Yeah, so that's a really good question. So, what an um, iSchool Africa is? It really is a solution that addresses the socioeconomic and the physical and um, infrastructural challenges. So it is um, a mobile lab of 20 iPads, and it also can be depending on the budget or the nature of the school 
or the program, and Patricia, I'll tell you a bit more about the programs, but it's a mobile lab of iPads that fit into a secure case that can be locked up, that can be moved from classroom to classroom. So this addresses a few issues. One is you don't need the um, infrastructure of a computer lab or of a, a building. Two is the applications can be preloaded onto the iPad, so you don't need um, you don't need the connectivity. It's not critical. But a connected classroom in today's world does add make it more relevant. So we do have partners such as Vumatel, who've been an amazingly generous partner, who are helping us connect schools. So we do have different models, but we really are working to. To, uh, to, to address those challenges. Well, uh, you know, in addressing those challenges, I mean, have you earmarked particular um, provinces or areas where this program has been rolled out? So we, um, our program is um, across um, across the country. We in uh, nine provinces. To date, we've been in two hundred schools, and the part the program relies. And um, so we have three. We have three key prog- well, We have three key programs. Um, one is um, for foundation phase, which is digital digital libraries for foundation phase. The second one is for um, inclusion, which is for children with disabilities. And the third one is for helping matric learners who've been affected by COVID. And sorry, there's a fourth one, which is coding and robotics. And and then. Our program relies on working with partners in the various provinces. So we do work across across South Africa. And and what about the teachers? I mean, 3,000 teachers um, are also, you know, um, interacting with these various programs. Are they trained? Uh, yeah. Because that's one of the things that came out when uh, we had the hard lockdown and, you know, that online fact, working. Yeah. yeah. Patricia, that is such a good uh, question. I can see the potholes didn't affect your... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, those potholes affected me, please, Michelle. They, you know, I, I was one minute from getting into another province. That's how much I jumped. <laughs> I'm thinking the potholes didn't affect your, your, your question. <laughs> so, um, so, um, so the teacher, so one of the biggest, one of the biggest aims of our program is um, sustainability and cost-effectiveness. And we can't do this without the teachers. So um, the, although the program, the material is all on the iPads, everything exists on the – every single school that we involved with is allocated an iSchool Africa facilitator to train the teachers. And they train the teachers on the integration of technology into teaching and learning, on the troubleshooting, on identifying children with special needs, and we create program champions and a community of program champions that can take over the maintenance of this program. So I think, um, and and we especially, I mean, we know that the teachers have got so many challenges, so we really do support them in this journey. Mm, very, very a great initiative that you are doing, and I'm very glad that it's it's earmarked at uh, communities that don't really have um, all this infrastructure. We yeah. take it for granted living in the cities. Yeah, and I think I think what really um, really made it stand out what we were doing was when we went into lockdown, and uh, children in in had, who had access to remote learning just carried on learning. Whereas our children in marginalized communities, the loss of learning and the loss of going to school and the interaction was so was really was really really difficult. And I think we, um, Africa 
That's when we introduced the My Future program to support, to try and close that gap so that that, 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 we, that gap doesn't get bigger. And I think that's really important. Well, uh, A-teamers, I would love to hear from you. And um, I th- I'm sure that Michelle would also appreciate having feedback. Perhaps you are in a community that has experienced uh, the iSchool Africa's digital learning uh, facilities and uh, you, you have seen a progress. Please call in. Or if you've got questions, the number to dial in on is 011-714-2006 or you can WhatsApp on 614 SMSs go to 41391. Ignite Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Sun Conversation with Michelle Lassus, who's the Executive Director of iSchool Africa, who is giving um, rural and uh, township-based schools an opportunity to experience digital learning platforms, and um, it's a great initiative. So, we'd love to hear from you. WhatsApp 0614104107. Michelle, my question that really is burning me is, how do you get the funding? Is this government funded, or are you getting external partners? It's, it's, it's funded through um, corporate partnerships. So it really is uh, through partnerships with um, corporates through their CSI funding or through um, individual. So it really is individual funding and corporate funding. And um, so it really is, we're always on a drive to, for um, partners to sponsor other schools or to actually just contribute to the development and scalability of ISCO Africa. But this should also be something that is prioritized by our basic education department. After all, um, all children should be getting equal learning opportunity and facilities. Yes. So, I mean, there are many initiatives by the Department of Basic Education, and these are happening at the same time. And this does work. This initiative works with the Department of Basic Education and supports the curriculum. But it is not it's not funded by it is a education trust. It's an NGO that goes to schools that would uh, would it would take longer to get to or uh, the programs aren't 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 accessible for some reason. So it really is to support the speedier rollout of digital literacy within our country. Your programs, are they are they in uh, our, our local languages or are they all in English? So the Foundation Phase Digital Library Program has, um, we have a partnership with Snaplify Foundation and there is a digital library which goes, is across our, all our languages. And then the numeracy and literacy programs have uh, all the, the languages to suit the different schools and to suit the province. As we get old, the older children who switch to English learning, then the program is more focused in English. So it depends on where the grade is focused. And we really work on the school to make sure that we meet in the educational outcomes of the program at that stage of learning. I've got Peter on the line. Atima Peter, good evening. Good Hello, evening, are Peter. You, good, thank you. How are you, man? Good, Peter. Hi, good evening. Ah, good evening, man. Yes, I would like to ask. There's something that uh, the government is uh, is doing for local schools, especially black schools, for them to be able to access the learning program, especially online. For me to ask that is, uh, 
it's a concern because of the uh, lot of uh, parents who are always complaining about data and debt, but they are always online, they are always posting online, they are always commenting online, but they will tell you we don't have money to support our children to access uh, the learning program within online. So, if maybe there might be somebody who might call back and see whatever uh, that might happen, but within the government reach, uh, I haven't seen anything. Which and area are you in, Peter? Yeah. Which which area are you in in South Africa? In uh, Middleburg and Pumalanga. In Middleburg and Pumalanga. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think um, I think you've raised two important points. I think the first one is the education of parents regarding rollouts and regarding what is going on is really critical in a rollout and the importance of making sure the community understands what is what 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 the needs are and what the data requirements are and making sure and in our programs we ensure that that it's school based and there's sufficient data for that program. In terms of the various provincial rollouts, I mean it is quite complex, and I'm not in really in a position to comment on it. But that is why we we really we our program is trying to speed that up with private funding to enable more children to have access to technology. Mm, definitely, we, we we need all our children to have an equal playing field when it comes yeah. to education and the access of education. In in your program at uh, I um, School Africa, you have also you know empowered two hundred youth in journalism. Talk to us about how this program was uh, done and how did you earmark the two hundred uh, youth? Yeah, so that was a that was a great program, and it actually started. Um, with the World Cup in 2010, which seems like a lifetime ago now, that um, we created a youth media, a youth press team from schools around um, from schools around the country to to become the FIFA youth press team of the World Cup, and then we realised that by giving our students in um, in various communities access to a camera and to a microphone and to to these tools, we were giving our, our communities a voice, giving young South Africa a voice. And then we started having campaigns on ending uh, gender-based violence, on um, sanitation, on telling stories of the community, on interviewing elderly and the elderly people in the community. And so it was everything we do is through schools because we find that, that or schools or places of safety or homes because we find that at this stage, that is the way we can really make sure that we give it's, con- it's controlled access. And so we worked with um, schools around the country. And now we still work, we still work on that because it, we work on making sure that our youth have those skills in terms of the, uh, the co- collaboration, creativity, communication. That's all part of what we do in the program. And as one of your partners has also embarked on an initiative that is going hand in hand with the work that you are doing at I Africa, uh, I School Africa, by providing free fiber connectivity in these areas. How has this project been going? Yeah, so we've got some amazing partners. Uh, if um, 
I'll tell you, uh, let me, um, Vumatel, so um, Vumatel is one of our key partners. They will give free fiber and to the schools that we're in, and they will connect connect the schools that we're in. So that is a that is really um, an, an amazing partnership because it makes it ends it ticks that box of creating a 21st century uh, 21st century school. Another um, partner that we have we honoured to partner with is um, Sarah Kumala, who is the first um, Black African woman to uh, summit Everest, and she's our she's our program ambassador, and she she really helps us. She supports the program. She helps us raise funds for the program, with in particular to the digital library program in terms of um, giving young children access to digital literacy. And then another big partner of ours is iStore. And um, if you trade in your iPad to iStore and you, you would get an upgrade and you would get the, the money towards your upgrade, iStore will refurbish suitable iPads for us and where, where suitable, we get those iPads contributed to the My Future campaign for matric learners. So we really have, a, it, it's all about collaboration and partnerships. Well, you definitely have strong partnerships and uh, the communities are definitely uh, benefiting. It would be lovely to hear from some of the learners in the near future when we speak to you as to how, how they have, you know, um, uh, uplifted their studies and also improved their grades. Uh, thank you so very much, Michelle, for joining us this evening. How do people get in touch with iSchool Africa? Yeah, and there's so many ways that corporates and individuals can get involved. Please, um, our website is iSchoolAfrica.com, but please also feel free to email me to michelle at iSchoolAfrica.com. Thank you very much. Have a good evening. Thank you very much. So, A-teamers, I-, I love the love that we give each other and the support. Uh, thank you very much to Kolisa, who's also saying, yo, my pet, you have a great panel, but thank God and may God bless you and keep you safe. Sorry about the potholes. They are all over and difficult to navigate. Hey, let's navigate this life. Eh? Your life and I'm a potholes, but it's one of those things. We have to navigate life despite the potholes that we meet. Let's go to a beautiful song straight after that. We'll have the news.